0: There's no problem too big or small, no issue too hot or cold, and no subject these gentlemen won't talk about. Let's head into the lab to see what they're working to figure out today.
1: Let's get into it and get down to it. Welcome to figure it out. This is George Grombacher. Joining me as always is Centauri Minor.
2: Hello, folks.
1: Helping us move from awareness to action this week are David Martin, Gabe Uliberry, and Todd Martin, the co-owners of Real American Heroes Coffee Company. Welcome, gentlemen. How's it, how's it going? It's going really good.
3: Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah.
1: Definitely glad to be here. Excited to have you guys on. You are not your average coffee company. You guys are veterans, firefighters. You want to recognize everyday heroes. I was, uh, I was preparing for the show and I'm like, OK, they have the the whole veteran thing box checked. They've got firefighters checked. They should somehow factor in puppies and kids. And then they have everything that, that everybody can possibly agree on. <laughs>
4: right. that, that won't be hard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So we, we're we're excited to have you guys on. Excited to to hear your story. So if you would tell us tell us a little bit about yourselves and 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 how you found your way to to starting a coffee company.
3: Yeah. So like you said, we're all veterans. That's uh, pretty much how we met. Is um, while serving our country, uh, we used to all be in the same career field, and that's how uh, all three of us met. Uh, we've all been in the military for almost 15 years each and, uh, we're getting near the end of it and we're, uh, looking, you know, we wanted to start our own business, uh, to move on to the next venture. That's kind of how we got started. Got it.
1: Well, I know, uh, and I, I always, always want to thank veterans for their service. So both Centauri and I want to say thanks for that. Um, so why, uh, how, how did you even come up with the idea for coffee? Yeah, no problem. So, um, on our recently
0: last deployment, um, we were overseas in the middle East and, uh, we always, like I said, want to go into business. And, um, Dave actually came up with the name raw standing, uh, real American hero coffee company. Um, R A H means real American heroes. Um, we, we meet up in makeshift coffee shops, um, in Kuwait. And, um, we decided let's 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 go into business, and uh, that's when we kind of branched off from there and said, uh, you know, put our brains together. And from there, uh, two months played out right before we left. We, we decided to go into business, and uh, that's kind of where it all played
3: out. Yeah. So, what does a makeshift coffee shop in Kuwait <laughs> look like? <laughs> uh, you know, it's usually like some sort of trailer or manufactured. <laughs> House type thing and yeah, small, fire legal. <laughs> rickety and. <laughs> <laughs> they make coffee in there for us. Yeah, they have a little, you know, espresso machine and a couple different coffee makers. So it's pretty nice. <laughs> Better than just you know plain old coffee every day. Got
1: it. And, and okay. who's the proprietor of these places?
3: Who were they? Coffee Bean. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think Green Bean was the name of the company. Yep.
1: Okay, so it was it was not like some. Some locals that started it to sell to you guys well they, no, they no. worked there
4: yeah, okay <laughs>
1: the third country nationals
3: <laughs>
1: yeah okay got it and did you guys have a passion for coffee or you just thought you know what this is a this is a, a great break from what we're doing here it's a nice place to gather it's something that that everybody can meet over and and enjoy T- tell me a little bit of how, how you settled on that
3: Yeah. So we've all just kind of, um, always had our, you know, likes, whatever, for different kinds of coffee and being in the military, we traveled around the world. We've had coffee from all, all over. Um, so when we would meet up over coffee, we were like, you know, what, we should just get into the coffee business because it's something that we all love and we all, you know, have a passion for. So, and it's, you know, enjoyed by most families in the country. So just made sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. (laughs) And of, of all the places that you've – well, if, if you would, share with us where it is that you guys have been, where,
4: where in the world that you guys have been deployed. Um, well, one, one thing that I want to talk about is uh, one of our blends is called MSR Tampa, and it stands for Main Supply Route Tampa in Iraq. Um, because when we were all – when we first started our careers in 2004, 2005, we had a mission where we did gun trucks. And uh, Todd and myself actually completed that mission. It was the first time any anybody in the Air Force has done something like that, as far as being trained and then going straight to like a war zone. So, what we would do was we would uh, escort materials all throughout Iraq, and we would come and you know we get blown up a few times, and we've seen car bombs, and it, it was it was an eye opener. And we think that's why that blend. So that, that's just one of the places we've been. But this was early in my Air Force career, so. But it has so much meaning to me, meaning to me, and like what the room meant, and so. So now that we uh, now that we have the business, this is kind of telling our story through that thing. So, and uh, I think everyone has a similar kind of why we named that that and stuff like that. So
3: yeah, yeah some of the other places that we've been, uh, we've been to Korea, we've been to Japan, um, Germany, Italy, wow. Spain um we are fortunate to go to hawaii a couple times <laughs> alaska. alaska guam uh kuwait thailand oh japan I, I went to kyrgyzstan for six months ireland most people don't even have a clue where kyrgyzstan is <laughs> <You laughs> no idea
1: me in that yeah <laughs> so, so we, we have a pretty good base of uh, understanding
0: of coffee and the palate mm-hmm. of the different tastes that uh, around this world has to offer um mm-hmm. that's kind of unique about us is that we want to. Uh, Be able to share that with the United States. Um, Hopefully, one day, um, bring some blends to America that uh, people never try. Um, So, like I said, the beginning of our blends is just four now, but we have definitely more to explore.
2: I love it. Okay. So, if you if you guys were to estimate between the three of you, uh, how many different countries have you been to? (laughs) I'll say thirty
4: plus. (laughs) I actually put up a board and I was pinning it, (laughs) and I was like, actually, I'm like, there's a lot that we haven't been to. oh, yeah but uh i'm I'll say thirty
2: plus yeah about thirty on your um and again as George said thank you all for your service i, I on the website and in the collateral uh you mentioned um it an interesting anecdote where you had some firsthand, uh, I heard a firsthand account for someone who was there on September 11th. And now that we're, um, less than a week out from the anniversary, love for you guys to talk a little bit about how that's influenced kind of the work that you're doing. Um, and the, how that story plays into uh, the coffee and how it's, how it's being sold.
4: Actually, uh, so our blend booter Blend. um, I actually work as a full-time firefighter in a city here and I do a air force reserve on the side. So it keeps me pretty busy, but, this year, uh, we went to uh, the memorial, and we go there every year. And this was our seventh annual trip, and we just go down and actually going this time, and it just meant so much more. We got to meet, uh, we got to meet firefighters from all over. We got to meet World War II veterans, um, and everyone just comes together. It's like a it's like a fire department and, and military collaboration where we stand at the base of where the towers used to be and just kind of just kind of remember it. So I I put some stuff up on our uh, on our Instagram and. I eventually want to do a blog and kind of talk about what it means to me, but that's just an amazing trip. We, me and my buddy just started kind of just having fun uh, being firefighters. Let's go to September 11th to now we have like, now it means so much more and we can incorporate it into our business. And that's what we named the booter blend off. It was just basically, you know, the fire fire department, 9-11. And pretty much we can all agree that 9-11 shaped our generation, who we are right now from being military and firefighters. So, got it i appreciate all that no yeah thank you it's, it's nice to take your passion and turn it into uh, a business if they say so no doubt all right so
1: you guys have been all over the world you've served the country you recognize that this is an opportunity that you want to get into passion for coffee i gotta think that that the that the learning curve because it's one thing to want to do it but then to actually open a coffee company talk talk to us a little bit about how that works like where do you get the beans yeah. how, how, how do you do it
3: you know we we've actually i, I would like to say that we're lucky but really uh, everyone tells us it's not luck it's you guys are putting in the work and um finding the you know resources and a lot of them are finding us which has been very helpful uh we went around and we went to a couple different roasters. Well, a few different roasters here in Phoenix. Um, and we try to figure out, you know, who we're going to source our beans from, how it's going to, you know, get roasted and all that. We got very fortunate to stumble upon the roasters that we work with today. Uh, their name is cult, uh, artisan coffee and beverage. They have been an incredible resource for us. Um, they're the ones who have gotten us into different, um, events like the local first, um, got us on another podcast. They've just been incredibly resourceful for us, and uh, we couldn't have asked for a better partner to work with.
4: And they don't look for, for anything from us. They just they love the story, and they sh- saw our vision from the beginning, and they were the ones willing to just help us out. And it's its nice to have someone like that, like Dave was saying. So
3: It's kind of like that thing in Field of Dreams. Say, if you build it, they will come. And that's kind of what's been happening. We, you know— we moved forward with, you know, starting a company, we found our roaster, then we found, you know, um, different logos, different designs, t-shirts, we've got hats now and, um, mugs and people are just, you know, contacting us cause they see what we're doing and they're saying, Hey, we want to help you. And this is how we can help you. And it's actually been a lot of fun so far.
1: Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> and, you know, sorry, Centauri, shout out to, uh, Local First Arizona, because that's how I discovered you guys in the first place. So cool. go ahead, yeah. Centauri.
2: I was going to ask, how, how much has um, you all being veterans and first responders helped with the success of the organization? I, I, I would assume that so many people are enamored with your work because you guys are on the front line and you're turning your your day-to-day jobs into something that you're passionate about. So talk to us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, so I mean, we're, uh, like I said, we're at Luke Air Force Base and we have a, a great support system here in arizona we've been getting you know contact from all different parts so the base has been supporting us 100 percent we just got an interview with them just last week um, with public affairs it was an awesome interview um, everybody's seen what we're doing we're just a couple three blue collar guys putting in the work trying to make this name for ourselves um, like i said the support is great here uh, we have air force firefighters and then we've got the police on board um, going to the different stations doing drop zones where we'll go over there and drop off um, coffee for the entire, you know, for the entire staff there, whether it's a police station, whether it's a fire station, we're doing drops on base. Um, so we're getting the whole community involved. So it's pretty awesome.
1: I love it. And where do you guys see this going? Our, our,
0: our goal across the board is, is this to go national. Um, hopefully one day international, but definitely national. We're not just trying to be a small company. We're trying to we're trying to touch lives of all the United States. You know, we're not just trying to be a you know a, a local uh, local coffee shop. We're trying to touch abroad and uh, fulfill and and, and uh, help anybody we can in the United States out with our cause and our three percent that we give out to the different
3: proceeds and different communities that we uh, that we reach out to. Our uh, main focus is just to be an e-commerce business, um, and we want to be able to sell our, our coffee all around the world. Um, but we are also trying to work on getting into some of the local stores, you know, and get our name out there as well, and work with uh, different local farmers markets as well.
2: Nice. With your with your model, tell us a little bit more about that three percent pledge. Yeah, no problem. Uh, basically, well, three percent is what, what we want
4: to start with, but we eventually want to get more involved in. There's so many programs throughout the community. Even with my fire department, there's uh, some that we do called Target Christmas, where we where we have kids come out that can not afford, uh, you know, a nice Christmas. And uh, we we start off with $50, and now we're up to $100 per kid. And so we take the firefighters take the kids through um, Target, and let them pick out toys and all this other stuff, and it just means so much. So we want to just donate to things like that, and that's only one event that we do throughout the year. So. Um, we want to get involved in back to school education we're uh doing an an event for the plea organization it's police law enforcement agency and they're doing uh we've got invited to their um was it the ball yeah their banquet their their banquet which was uh here in october that we're actually looking forward to being part of
3: and then our three percent um what we do with our three percent is uh, at the end of the year usually towards christmas time We, um, you know, buy a bunch of stuff that we think uh, veterans and some homeless people would need. And we go out and we hand them out. We went down to the VA last Christmas and we talked to a bunch of veterans. We handed out some gift cards um, and we had some like snacks and cookies and stuff that we made and just made some cool little gift baskets. Um, And we want to keep expanding. We want this only, you know, grow more and be able to help more and more people out in the community.
1: I love it. Well, it sounds like you've certainly had a good amount of success so far. How, how long have you been at it from the time that you made the decision to, to filing your papers and getting your logo and actually approaching people? How, how, how long have you been working at the project or rather the company?
3: Yeah. So, well, we've, since when we were deployed and talking about, it's been maybe a little over a year. Um, and ever since we got back, we've been working for this. So, I think we've done a lot in the last year, and we've come a long way.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What are the, go ahead. Uh, we officially got our
0: LLC in December of 2018, so just shy of about nine months ago. That's when we really got our LLC, you know, started building our brand, getting everything lined up. But before then, we did all our research and what we wanted to do. Like I said, Dave said sourcing our supplier, um, and then all that. So, like I said, officially in December, but – you know that the whole leg workout before then was about six months prior so
1: got it well let certainly commend you guys for for putting your heads down and obviously you guys are busy because you have other things going on <laughs> so maximizing the amount of time you have to dedicate to this uh, it sounds like it sounds like you covered a lot of ground what would you say are the uh, we we'd like to ask everybody what are the top three things you've learned over the past three years but let's just say maybe over the last eighteen months since you've really Put this idea together to where you are today. What are some of the top things you've learned?
0: Yeah, we'll do we'll do one each. We'll do a little round We Yeah, I'll miss we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Let's, what these
1: guys
3: let's, think let's, about let's start before. off day. Let's see, <laughs> day. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that I've learned is, um, you know, the appreciation for uh, farmers and being able to get these coffee beans here to the United States because. There's nowhere in the United States uh, besides maybe Hawaii that grows uh, uh, coffee. And um, these beans, apparently, what we've learned is they all started out in, in one country. Uh, in like that, Ethiopia. So. Ethiopia, yeah. And it's just kind of been traded and sold around the world. We learned a little bit of the history of it. And um, it just really makes you appreciate um, you know, the farmers around the world who you know do what they do so that we can do what we do.
0: Enjoy
4: nice the love it
0: mm-hmm. you do the second one sure I'll do the
4: second one this one uh, for personally it's, it's taught me organization. organization um, you know I have a family I have two daughters and then uh, I work at the base um, as a firefighter and then I work as a full time firefighter so and then trying to squeeze the business in there it says you definitely got to lose uh, you got to learn organization you got to make sure that you're spending time with everyone equally and you're spending time with the business and now that we're starting to get more and more uh, you know people are hitting us up with emails every day just kind of just making sure you got that time to answer back but also either to tuck in your kids and stuff like that because you don't want to miss an opportunity as well so that's one thing i'm learning
1: always striving for that work life balance
4: <laughs> yes sir always i don't think it
1: exists <laughs> nope. I, I also believe that it is a fiction
4: <laughs> yes
1: and number 3
0: uh, number 3 would be would be me Todd. um i would say the biggest thing is is, is um, customer service. Um, you know, we uh, you grow up in a society of always working for somebody else, um, having a boss. And for us, we don't have a boss. We're our own bosses. However, the consumers are number one priority. So providing the great customer service is is the biggest thing. So however we can tend to our customers um, and provide them what they need and what they want is the biggest thing that I could fulfill as being um, the, the biggest learning curve, I would say for me
2: wow thanks for sharing this you guys um as a as an as an add-on i'm just going to do this uh quickly because you guys seem so passionate about this work and clearly uh care a lot about this i'd like to for each of you just give us quickly what brings you the most joy out of out of this gig
3: yeah sure so um it's probably the thing that gives me the most joy is being able to give back to the community um when we go out and talk to these veterans and Um, you know, some of the homeless people, they, they really just appreciate, you know, uh, not even the gifts, but us just going to talk to them because, you know, a lot of times people just kind of discard them and forget about them, but especially these veterans. I mean, these veterans have done who knows what to serve their countries. And we're, you know, just glad to be able to, you know, support them. Nice. That's
2: awesome.
0: Uh, So. I would definitely piggyback on days for, for veterans. Um, we're all three veterans, and, and the biggest thing we can do is, is help our veterans out. You know, there's only a small percentage in this world for the United States that are actually veterans, and I see so many homeless these days, and it's not just entirely their fault. You know, they, they've been in wars and situations and seen things that, that, you know, only few could ever see in their lifetime, and um, the biggest thing we do is help them out. Um, if we can help out the community, we can help out the veterans. That's the biggest thing uh, that, that brings our passion that I feel for our company. Um, and just recognizing those people, recognizing those everyday heroes that are still alive. Um, they're not just dead, but they're still alive. And we can help them out any way we can. Um, that would be the biggest thing I could feel that that, that means the most.
1: Yeah, I feel like I, I, feel, I appreciate that so much. I feel like the, the folks that are homeless, if they're veterans, whatever their circumstances are, I, I think that they're the people, they're among the people that, that are certainly at risk and they are suffering and they need our help. It's not just a matter of these people are, are are choosing to do that or or they're on drugs. I think that these people are suffering from mental illness and they need help. So so I, I appreciate that so much. Absolutely.
4: And then for me, um, my favorite part is I, I do a lot of the social media, but Like, so I try to put our vision into um, what people are seeing daily, but us actually going out, talking to firefighters, talking to nurses, me being a firefighter, just kind of when people come up to me and they talk about our business and they, uh, they just start talking about what it means to them, especially from being a first responder or military, military point of view. I just think that's the most rewarding part. And I, I feel like just for the small amount of time as much of an impact we've had, it's need to see it, how people are starting to see our vision. And I'm looking forward to the future about what the world's going to see or the nation or Arizona or where we, where we finally leave our footprint. So,
2: I love it. That's great. And this uh, cursory look at your, your website and social media, kudos to the work that you've done. I think the, the stories of our first responders and our veterans are so important. And to your point about what the world and nation will see, I think those are people that everyone admires and respects. And so the more we can push out the good – that's coming from those two groups, uh, the better.
3: Exactly. Thank you. Absolutely.
2: Appreciate it. So, I I
1: I, I appreciate that the the three things that you've learned over the past 18 months, the appreciation of. The farmers who are who are cultivating and and growing and producing such amazing beans to make great coffee with, the importance of working to find a good rhythm in life between work and family and everything else, and and then appreciating that you guys are not entrepreneurs, you're business owners without a boss, but at some level the customer is the boss, and and yeah. understanding that those are the people you need to serve. I really I, I wanted to find out. Um, and you sort of gave me a taste that already being in the military for almost 15 years, you're obviously working as a team in, I would imagine most everything that you're doing. So has that, are you enjoying the ability to, to really do it the way that you think it should be done? Has, has that been an adjustment
3: no, that, that's one of the best parts of, of doing this is that we get to be in control of it. That's really what, <laughs> what we like about it. And, you know, the three of us get along so well. So it's it's nice to work with, you know, our with our brothers, as we'd like to say. Um,
4: and it's just been a learning experience and we're, we've been enjoying it this whole time. And we're we're incorporating a lot of our Air Force culture, because no matter what, from being in so long, we know the culture of the Air Force and we know how to handle each other. We're in the leadership positions and. And we, we know what it's be, like to be the workers, and now that we're being the bosses. Or, and then customer service has always been something that's been great for us for being in the Air Force. So absolutely 15, 16 years in the Air Force, that's just, man, it's, it, transitioning the business has made it easy.
0: Nice. To piggyback on that, our core values have been stowed to us from day one, and like, like Gabe said, um, integrity, service for ourselves, and excellence in all we do. So I mean, we live and breathe that every day, and we apply those methods to our company. You know, every day it takes 100 percent, 110 percent of our work um, day in, day out, you know, having that balance of of each other's work lives and everything else. So it's definitely incorporated fully in our business. So.
1: Well, I, I appreciate that so much. And I think that there's a lot of conversations these days and a lot of talk about how important core values are. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, it, to a degree, I, it's, it's great that people are talking about it, but also to a degree sad because it suggests to me that, that not a lot of people have core values. So that the fact that you can mm. tell me your core values just like that and the things that you learn from the Air Force, excellence in everything that you do, service before self, and integrity, I think that that's, that's amazing. And I ha- have to imagine that that's why you've experienced such quick success. Yeah, thank definitely,
0: you. Definitely. yeah, that's the thing. If you do good, good, it comes back onto you. You know, that's just good karma. I feel hundred percent agree.
2: Now that's, that's amazing. I love that.
1: Final question, gentlemen, if you could make one plea knowing that the entire world would hear it,
4: what would that plea be? One um, I always think about, I always try to look for the good in people. Um, you know, Obviously with like the politics and stuff like that, we try not to get involved. We just try to, we just try to tell our story about American heroes and that's what it is. Like, so just hearing these stories, like I was saying, um, hearing first account, um, eyewitnesses from, from nine eleven. you know, just sitting there and being in their presence and listening to their stories. And it's, it's how it's changed their life. And I know like these first responders in military that have experienced these hardships away from their families. We really appreciate life, and it's you know it's not all all about the negative. We can find the good in people. So, like I said, that's the basis of our company is just being better people, making people feel better about themselves. Outstanding.
3: Yeah, I think the thing that we would you know love to get out there is uh, we want to tell people to support local business because uh, local business are the people who are in your community. Uh, Sure, you know we have a really great mission um, and great brand, but. Uh, we're members of the society that we live in and we, you know, want to give back to our community. So the more people support us, the more we'll be able to support the people in our community.
1: Amen. I love it. And a second ago, when I said that that's the last question, I, uh, I was apparently lying. Last question (laughs) is how, how can people get involved with you? Where can they buy your coffee?
3: Oh yeah. So, So
0: we have a couple, few few sources we have um our website you can go directly on there and uh, email us directly um we have our facebook we have our instagram and uh raw is our uh, is our domain and company spelled
4: out raw r h com, coffee company.com
0: so real easy platform to get to um verbatim literally go right to there and um instagram facebook will be the number two on the side from that um, to be able to get in, talk with, get in contact with us and involved. Um, we have our phone numbers and everything listed on there as well. So,
2: Excellent. Centauri, what else? Uh, no other questions, uh, but it was interesting. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, there is a Financial Times article that came out today, actually, that talks about employees and coffee. So it's uh, picky employees are increasingly driving companies to offer high-end coffee to go a bit more niche and a bit more independent. So you guys are right at the cusp of something that's already taken off. That's awesome, yeah. And I mean,
3: not to say anything bad about the big companies, but you know, they're they're a well-oiled machine. They you know have cheap coffee because of the mass production that they have to have. And we're a small business, so we have to have good quality.
1: That's right. It's like you know, I I think Budweiser's great, but I would way prefer (laughs) to have a local craft beer in front of me. So. The, uh, the, the same goes for coffee. So I know that I'm personally excited to, to try your coffee. I probably should have done that in advance, but looking forward <laughs> to doing that. And uh, really want to encourage everybody to go to rahcoffeecompany.com. Find them on Facebook. Find them on Instagram. Anything else you guys want to share?
3: No, thank you. No, I we really appreciate it. you having us on. Thank you for your time. Excellent. Yeah, thank yeah, you, guys.
1: Amazing. Thanks, as always, for listening. And as always... how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegronbacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show.